Hello, everybody. Liesl and I are sitting on a porch in a cabin in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I don't know if you can hear, but Here. Um, it's raining and the cicadas and the crickets are all out. Anyway, we really have no idea what we're doing right here because um, we, we just sort of decided that we would do a podcast while we were on the road, but um, we don't really have a plan, so I think we're just going to talk. But also, if you hear creaking, it's um, my rocking chair on It's this the porch. sweet, sweet rocking chairs that are on this porch. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, when we got up, I was like, okay, don't move. <laughs> it's like, creak. <laughs> We're really living our like best old lady life right now. I mean, this is very close to my dream. We've had barbecue. Mm -hmm. We have whiskey. Mm -hmm. We're in rocking chairs. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot more. I was knitting. Well, I guess I haven't knit in the rocking chair yet. That needs to happen. Oh yeah, we gotta do that before we leave. So we're 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 checking a lot of boxes (laughs) off my list here. (laughs) So yeah, this is the many themes of. Uh, what you might hear on this um, very uh, off-the-cuff Cat and Liesl Do America podcast. Mm-hmm. But just to back up, um, you know, if you have never heard of us before, um, I'm Cat Jones, and I have been a music journalist for like 11 years, and I recently lived in New York City for two years. I was probably going to live there for a little bit longer, but, you know, COVID came along, and made me realize that I would really just like to be back home where I am from and haven't lived for quite some time um, in Northern California. So um, I called upon my friend Liesl Meisner here to accompany me on this cross-country road trip in the craziest time to be traveling in the pandemic. Um, so yeah, Liesl, tell us a little bit about yourself. About me, I uh, I would say my... Um my accomplishments don't have as much uh, notoriety. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just some fucking idiot with a pen. I don't know. I have a, let's see, I, uh, I'm i an artist out of Portland, Oregon, but I have art ADD and can't decide on what one thing I want to ever do at one time. So now I paint. I've done sculpture before, studied it in you school. You have a degree in sculpture, which is crazy. Well, yeah, I don't know. But then it's like, well, I went from that to like sewing for interior designers and then working for a furniture company. And now I manage a wine and paint studio where I teach people how to paint and get them drunk. And it's super fun. Um, and so it's just sort of go wherever I uh, like to go. So this trip, we're going to be painting. It's super fun. Yeah, Liesl's been painting the scenes that she sees on the road. And um, she's an incredible painter. You can find her art at LieselMeisner.com. Oh, thanks for the plug. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if this is a real podcast, we're supposed to do that at the end. (laughs) For our, like, five friends that are going to (laughs) listen. Yeah. Five friends and, like, two internet randos. (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) We appreciate you and we love you. (laughs) So, um, Liesl flew in from Portland. Um... To New York on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. She had, you'd never been to New York before. Correct. And we only had like 12 hours to hang out there mm-hmm. before we hit the road. So 
What did we do in in Brooklyn when you got there? What did we do? Well, when, I think I, it's all a blur. I'm a little in this weird like uh, I guess it's a jet lag grog. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still jet lag? A little. Like, I'm like I'm a little I, I grog. To ask you about that. This whole time. <laughs> so it's good. We flew in. I woke up. I usually don't go to sleep until about two in the morning, just because I've been a night person. I teach late, all those things. Uh, and so I woke up at like four on Friday. Damn. Got into what New York like at New York time it was like six or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, like that. we went and got what did we we had arepas, we had pizza, mm-hmm. we went and saw the skyline, met some cool people, got to meet a lot of your friends, which I think we were talking about it too. It's like even though it was a short time and we it wasn't in New York to see like you know I don't know New York things because it's shut down. It's always where you go. I think is really defined by the people that you meet. And mm-hmm. Met some really cool people in a really short amount of time. Yeah, you know it's it's a, it sucks because if I if if COVID hadn't come along and really turned so many things upside down, I would be really happy to stay where I am because I got really lucky this year in that I live in an awesome house with awesome people and awesome people who lived above us. So when the pandemic shutdown happened, um, we were all still kind of able to hang out because we were kind of in our mm-hmm. own little quarantine pod. So you met like my whole quarantine yeah. pod. <laughs> awesome people. <laughs> yeah. They were your, uh, with the germ pool. That's what yeah, I had. I had. Germ pool yeah. Because we did all get COVID in March, Ugh. like one by one, my roommates, their significant others, our upstairs neighbors, their significant others. Like it just, bam like one week into quarantine we all got it and um you know it really sucked but it was i was so grateful to be around those people because as you saw they were yeah they're amazing um so so glad that you got to meet them and um one thing that was so important to me i i knew that we weren't going to be able to really have like a new york adventure nor would it necessarily be safe to um but I really wanted you to see the Manhattan skyline. It was beautiful. So it was really cool to just run over to Williamsburg really quick and just sort of sit by the East River mm-hmm. and um, just kind of stare at the skyline. So nice. snuck some white claws into my Oh, purse. wait. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. I got it. I know. Mine, I emptied mine out. I <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I got to crack this with one hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, tch- <laughs> right into your microphone. So it's so very. It's, it. I know. I'm trying to. It's very slippery because it's um, got a little condensation on it. I'm trying to hold it with my leg so I can crack it with one hand for since you can't see it. I wait. wish that everybody could see this this uh, scene that's happening right now. Liesl's just sitting in a bodysuit in a rocking chair <laughs> on a porch in the rain, cracking a white claw with her knees. It's a very slippery white claw. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it was... So- yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry. Were you no, about to say something. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a very pretty skyline, and I took lots of pictures that what I hope to paint. What was your first impression, when, like, for the first time ever seeing the Manhattan skyline? Like, how did it make you feel? Um, hmm. Try to not be me about this one I don't know. do it uh no it, it's very it is very magical and it's hard when you can't go in and be around it and whatnot and kind of check into it and the cord just got caught in the rocking chair hold on it's like that Loggins and Messina song long 
tailed cat sitting <laughs> on the old rocking chair. Uh, it's all about like how yeah. the rocking chair will probably mm-hmm. hurt his tail, but he doesn't give a shit because no. he's just a cool cat. <laughs> anyway, that's what the microphone reminded me of just now. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, I'm going to try not to squish your nice microphone cord. That's okay. um, but it is like the skyline is it, is very it. There's a lot of wonderment that I think it produces, you know, and I can see how people that live there can feel so inspired and not want to leave. And it's like you can explore forever and it's infinite. And it was very gorgeous. It was really nice to be there. And I do want to go back. Like, I really want to go back and see, spend more time in New York. And so I think it was, I didn't really feel, I didn't really feel like I was denied anything because what I would want to see is things aren't really open right now. Like I would want to go explore the art museums and I wouldn't want to go to like do more of like that kind of adventure. But Mm -hmm. I did get pizza and I did get a bagel. And so I feel pretty satisfied. And arepas. I feel pretty satisfied. We really just like ate all of the hot carbs. Yes. And then immediately started (laughs) driving and ruined our guts. Really not what we should have been just like filling our bodies with before we sat in the car for like eight hours. All of the smoothies are needed. But you know what? It's funny because anytime I go to LA, it's glaringly obvious how all we eat in New York are carbs. (laughs) Because it's like, oh, here I can get like a salad or like, you know, if it's carbs, it's like a quinoa bowl Mm -hmm. or like, you know, you can just get like meat and some veggies in New York, it's like, okay, so you want that like on bread, right? Like, totally with bread. Tortilla or like on bread or in between two pieces of bread or. Um, That's my kind of town. Yeah. Yeah. You would love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, that that balances out because it's such like you can, you walk everywhere, you catch the subways and things like that. Like, oh. you know, I mean, most people are going to be commuting in some sense on True. their feet. So you get to walk off those carbs. Totally. And you need those carbs to fuel your energy to like basically ruin your body walking all over the place. <laughs> it is true. New York is definitely like its own gym. I would look at my phone, you know, on the health app where it shows you mm-hmm. how many miles you've walked. When I was commuting to my office in Times Square um, and walking to the subway and then walking from the subway to my office going up and down stairs all the time walking around at lunch going back to the subway getting off walking back to my house i would look at my phone and it would say like seven miles nice <laughs> and i would be like holy shit um so yeah you're, you're totally right it's gonna be weird living somewhere again where you know you get into your car to go somewhere because you don't really realize how much you're just sitting all the time so i'm gonna have to keep that in mind mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of sitting in cars, right? Um, <laughs> We've done a bit. So the first day of our trip, we went to Richmond, Virginia, um, and we didn't really have much of an itinerary. We just wanted to see some beautiful sights and also go to the Guar Bar. <laughs> also, though, I wanted to mention that on that road, if anybody sees or knows of a like van or no it was a bus oh my god yeah the bus that looked like it was gonna fall over i want to know what happened to that bus okay so to describe to you guys <laughs> this thing Liesl's talking about so we saw this this like Tour? travel passenger yeah. bus and it was driving down the road and the right to the right we, whole right side the the bus looked like it was driving at at least what like a 30 degree angle over yeah, like to the, the side the entire bus was just like 
tilting over. Like the suspension had been blown out of the right side or everybody, there was like way too many people on that bus all sitting on one side of the bus. Yeah, it really looked like everybody it, who got in just decided to sit on the right side. It was going to constantly no fall over. Them. And being behind that thing, you're like, do we... Do we speed around it? What do we do? Is this thing okay? I don't know. Yeah, I was having a lot of anxiety. I was like, I don't really want to be behind or to the side of this bus. I think I want to go around it because this could <laughs> topple over any moment. I'd never seen anything like that before. Do you? It was just like ready to fall. If we took a curve that had any bit of a degree, you're like, oh, that's going to that's gonna roll. That is going to roll in a heartbeat. And it, it kept yeah. going. We were behind that thing from like, what Jersey to Virginia or something like that? Yeah, it was, we were. Something like we kept that. seeing it in a, a lot of places. Yeah, it must have been like a charter bus that takes people. I, I swear, bus. maybe not that far, but we definitely were like we would go past it. It would go past us, or we would stop, and then we're like, oh hey, look, there's the, there's the scary bus again. Totally. So if anybody knows anything about a bus that may have just rolled over and we didn't catch <laughs> it in the news, I really would like to hear about this. Nothing. That wouldn't be funny, but no. the image of the bus <laughs> just driving down the road like nothing's wrong when it looked like every person was sitting on the right side. It was just like an image and I like, never forget. And like attempting to push the bus over. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's so these are the, the small things that I'm like locking into, <laughs> I think. on this. I'm like, what happened on the drive? Oh, totally. No, that was, that was definitely a life-changing image. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to Richmond and... Um, yeah, like I said, we didn't really have a an agenda. We just knew we needed to eat, and we wanted to get some drinks. And I've always wanted to go to the Guar Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been a fan of Guar for a long time. I've seen Guar before, uh, I think twice. Um, and I recently worked on the show we do at my work, and uh, a member of Guar was on the show. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to be in Richmond soon. And he's like, well, you got to go to the Guar Bar. Excuse you. Should Just I burp kidding. into the mic next yeah, time? Yeah, burp into the mic. Everyone okay. should hear. <laughs> should experience our debauchery. Um, oh, you'll so have anyway, a lot of it. Like, he's like, you got to go to the Guar Bar. And I had totally forgotten that it was there. Um, and I remember when it opened, I was so excited. Like, whenever I go back to Richmond, I really want to check that out. So... I was glad he reminded me, and yeah, it was it was a cool walk to get there too. Like the architecture yeah. in Richmond is so beautiful, and we heard lots of crazy bugs on the way. Mm-hmm. The whole neighborhood that it's in is really cool. Yeah, it was cool to have like the time to walk around and see all that stuff because we ended up staying like in a decent area where we could like walk to a few things, and it was a fun bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I don't even really know where to start. <laughs> uh, we ate too much greasy food again, which was not what we were going to do. We were like, we're going <laughs> to eat true. only good things on the road and eat some dr- vegetables. Right. <laughs> so then like ordered like, what, four greasy entrees. We ordered like nachos mm-hmm. and tots that had mushrooms in them. I liked them. I yeah, they were the, delicious. Yeah, they were good. It was just, I, I had never heard of like tots. That are- they had some fancy things on there. Yeah, and then there was also a like a knockoff crunch wrap. Oh yeah, those. Like oh, those were delicious. <laughs> they were so crunchy on the sides. When they got to the bottom, it was like a pool of grease. Yeah, it was like grease <laughs> dripping down our hands. It was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> it's like shooting out of the sides. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, it's because we got pulled pork. Looking back on it, 
eating at the Gore Bar is akin to going to a Gore <gasps> show. You're going to get covered oh, in liquid. I didn't think about that. Yes. It was very hot and sweaty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, didn't think about it. I time, left with but... a little bit of left a little swampy in my clothes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was sweat. We were definitely both swampier <laughs> in our clothes than we were when we went there. Yes, probably got some grease on some things, so left with some stained shirts. Yeah, yeah, that it, I, they uh, they've done a really good job of bringing gore Bravo, to the bar. Bar bar, you really Bra- you really <laughs> painted a good picture. <laughs> It was a really good experience. But yeah, you know, it was cool. It was it was interesting going there in the pandemic because, I mean, I'm sure that they, like everyone else, experienced a shutdown at the beginning of all of this, but they had a pretty cool system in there where you ordered inside with your mask on. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. You can't sit down at any tables. Um, and then you go sit outside where it's beautiful and warm um, mm. and maybe a little too warm. <laughs> I know. Uh, they bring the food out to you, and it. I never felt unsafe the whole time we were there. No, it was really nice. It was a good setup. Like, you could tell that there, were, there was care put into it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it would have been cool. It would be cool to go back when things are open again, because on the inside they had, like, all of these props from, like, old, like, shows and, like, some other different characters and things like that. And so it would it would be kind of cool to sit inside sometimes. You can kind of soak that in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it was still really cool to be outside. Yeah cool to and we see saw it. a cicada and a praying mantis mm-hmm. on the roof you looked like you were pretty sure that you thought the mantis was going to eat the cicada <laughs> yeah. or like try to attack it like it was it was trying <laughs> it was like moving toward it and like doing the slicey thing and then uh yeah away like fuck this i'm gone yeah i just had never seen anything like that before two giant ass bugs that didn't really look like they were getting along Mm -hmm. um but yeah um after that we found ourselves like a little cool dive bar um that also had very strict guidelines for how to order and everything. Yeah, it seemed like most of Richmond was doing just outside seating and no inside stuff. Unless you were doing like reservations for inside. Yeah, maybe. we saw some like fancy restaurants that were inside. Excuse but me. Yeah. yeah. And then um, what was crazy was between the two of us, we ordered four tecates and four tequila shots. And our tab was $20. That's what I, I, I swear that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't think he undercharged. I mean, I don't think he. I don't think he mischarged. I think that's just maybe what it was. Or if he, if I somehow fucked up on that one, I'm very sorry to this person. Uh, I mean, your, your card would have been charged. So no, it was charged. It's not like you could have messed up. I know. I was like, did, I, did he? I think because we had already been, um, we already been drinking a little bit. I. <laughs> If I maybe had like itemized it and looked more, I maybe could have, I probably could have tipped him a little heavier. I already tipped him like proper, but it was like, oh shit, if he gave us free drinks, that should have been more. Yeah, maybe. But I, and it was this afterthought of me panicking going, oh no. Maybe he just really, really enjoyed the fact that we were in his bar. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We're very nice company. We were very nice people. He was like, they can be here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe so. Or maybe the tapates were like a dollar. Anyway, I digress. Um, more importantly, 
we went to Dollywood today. Oh, I know. We haven't even gotten to that yet. Yeah, like, I, there's so much that we've done, and we, we didn't want to do a podcast the first couple of days, because, like... I'm doing like the biggest move of my life and kind of just wanted to sit and process. Uh-huh. And also, you know, I do podcasts for work. So I was like, I need to like give myself a couple of days off of that. Well, and things were going so fast. I think I'm finally not necessarily jet lagged, but I'm still on a weird time schedule because totally. everything was different. But it was definitely like a lot of like, okay, let's, this has to happen. This has to happen. This has to happen. And we finally had a day to day to go, okay, all right. We're having a vacation. We're on the road. We're doing fun things. Right. And so it's like a little time to go, like, change our change our rhythms. Because we're both people that move pretty fast, mm-hmm. like, in our jobs and how we live our lives. And so going, changing the rhythm of what we're, what we're doing is a little hard sometimes. Like, okay, let's slow down. Totally. I, that's a really good point. I find on this trip I'm having trouble turning off my brain because it's my first vacation ever from my job Mm -hmm. and I am constantly on call my job so um you know something goes wrong with some of the content that we're putting out like morning or night doesn't matter like I have to be available so um having a week where I have set it up and given instructions and said like you can call me if you need me but also the subtext is please don't (laughs) um uh it's yeah it's been it's been hard to just sort of chill out so anyway it's it's crazy because when we were first planning this trip we were going to go camping in the smoky mountains and then we were taking a look at the hurricane that was Mm -hmm. hitting louisiana and i was looking at the path it was going through and the smoky mountains were in its path i mean obviously not in like full hurricane form yeah but it's like like, that kind of trickle of where like it's gonna kind of wind down a bit and bring up thunderstorms and rain totally so i was like if we're gonna camp and we're gonna be lying in a tent when this is happening (laughs) we could do that like i mean it would be an experience for sure but also um might not be that fun no (laughs) so we decided to maybe look at some airbnbs around there and that's when i was like wait a second that's Mm -hmm. where dollywood is well and we also talked about we were entertaining the idea of maybe a new Orleans thing. And we kind of were like, well, that probably won't happen. Maybe free up a little bit of time. Right. Which gave us that like, oh, oh, we could, we could spend a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we did two nights in hold, Tennessee. Hold on. Or in, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, We rather. can go to one of the most magical places that there is. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad we did. Me too. So... Yeah, where do we even begin with Dollywood? First of all, it's, again, so weird to be traveling Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. And, of course, Mm -hmm. like everything else, Dollywood was shut down for the first few months of quarantine. And I think they just opened up, like, a month or two ago? Uh, A month and a half? I I thought it was late June. Oh, okay. Possibly. I think it's when... I think it's when I saw... So I think they've been, I think they've been open for two months. I think what I, what I, in my very, very, very quick scanning for research, which I did not do. uh, I think when they first were open, they were only doing like appointments. Mm -hmm. So you could have, you had to like reserve what time you were coming in and like kind of chunks like that. So I think you had to be more like, Hey, this is our plans. So they could accommodate for it. And now it's just like open, but they have limited tickets. So I think Mm -hmm. they've sort of, like with most places across the country, I think they've been doing graduated, like things. 
of like right. how many people they can bring graduated in. Graduated because a they have like different phases of opening mm-hmm. that's happening in Tennessee, but also as we read earlier, they apparently altered like seven hundred procedures in the yeah. park to protect employees and also yeah. people going, which is really impressive. And um, as we saw today, a ton of employees there are like old. They're like in their seventies. Oh. Excuse um, me. Excuse me. I had a white claw, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. Of, it w- that was really interesting. There was a lot of older, older people working. Yeah, and like that- very old. Not like whenever I say old around my mom, she's always like, "Oh, what you mean like sixties up?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I don't mean that. I mean like legit, like 80. <laughs> There, like I know they were like like sixties to like seventies was a pretty good population of employees there. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few younger people, but like especially in like the the like concession stands and things like that, you did mm-hmm. see a lot of older folks, which was I thought kind of lovely. Like they were really nice people too. Yeah. Very sweet. They we got complimented so much on our outfits from them. And it made me so happy. Yeah, definitely put a little extra kick in our step. I think. I mean, we're we just like how we normally do, but like a little extra cute. Like we weren't wearing athletic. Yeah, we were clothes. like we gotta make Dolly proud. We gotta like dress up for Dolly. And yeah. Just they were like, well, you just all look real nice. I was like, oh, th- thank you, thank you. A little bit of my outfit went away <laughs> the first moment that we went on a roller coaster because I was like holding on to my hoop earrings as we were <laughs> flying down this roller coaster I and I was like shit I'm gonna lose my favorite earrings I better put these in my purse I kept forgetting to take mine off and I could feel them like flapping in the wind I'm wearing the, I these uh with these like big huge like beaded earrings that I can hear like feel them like whipping across my neck <laughs> <laughs> just my whole ear was just like yinking yinking around <laughs> Like this adds to the experience. Yeah. I wrote, oh, I think again. I think Dolly would be really proud of us. <laughs> I was with the chain wallet too. And the last one I went to that you were um, set out on, I could feel the chain like flapping around on my leg too. And I was like, "This is. I probably should have taken this off." <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. You just don't really notice how many things are flapping on you <laughs> until you go on a roller coaster. <laughs> But anyway, to back up, let's talk about all the the safety procedures that we saw when we first went in. So as soon as we got there, well, first of all, the parking lot was like completely empty. We've never had such good luck. We parked in the, we got there later in the afternoon too. So we weren't there at open. We were like, let's, we, we want to take a nice easy morning because this whole trip's going to be long. So we're pacing ourselves, but we got there a little later. And usually that means you're going to be back in like the end lot. And we were, we parked walking distance to the entrance we were yeah. like super up close like right there and then right there it looked like at all of the trolley stands and then at the entrance they were doing temperature checks so mm-hmm. you couldn't get in if you didn't pass the temperature check and then they had hand sanitizer everywhere mm-hmm. which is awesome yeah like readily available but also literally handing it to you like mm-hmm. spraying your hands with it before you were able to get on any roller coaster mm-hmm. and everyone was wearing masks in yeah. the whole park Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were regularly and- wiping down the seats too on that last one too like um like you couldn't get off until they were like okay you off and they're like spraying the seats down wow. and then like going through all the things so and there was a couple of times i saw a few people walking around just like spraying down park benches and spraying down tables and things like that That's too so awesome i mean it, it really does seem like that is like the main 
money maker mm-hmm. in this county. So. Yeah. Ooh, if you hear that buzz in the background, that's our that's our hot tub warming up. <laughs> it's the hot tub warming up for later. <laughs> <laughs> I turned off the air conditioner because I was like, maybe that buzzing noise is that. But no, no it turns out it's it's the hot tub. Our it's cabin has this red hot tub, which is amazing. It's, it's really funny because it's not really a level, and so it splashes a little funny. But yeah, it's nice. It's a pretty janky hot tub, but it's a hot tub nonetheless. And man, a janky hot tub is better than no hot tub. <laughs> I always say. So that's a that's a life motto right there. <laughs> Truly. So we got when we went to Dollywood today. You rode your first ever roller coaster. Okay, I feel like I need to clarify because some people have already been like, wait, what? <laughs> I, it's like my first real roller coaster, I should say. Like I've been on like the state fair ones where they've been like, like propped up and whatnot, but like a real, like legitimate, like this is like your wooden roller coaster. This is like the like thing that it's a permanent thing. So I've been on like, I think I was on the, I went on the one in like the Mall of America or I went to a state fair one, which like, yes, technically you could call them like, I guess a roller coaster, but you're like, look at my little carnival ride kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so. And where's the Mall of America again? It's in Minnesota and it's in Minneapolis. Right. In Minneapolis. And you were just like, you would go on kid vacations there? No, that one was for um, my senior trip. Mm. When I graduated high school. And I, so I don't really, it was like one time and you're like, okay, this was quick. Cause you grew up in Montana. I grew up in Montana. Um, and then my, because my family's all from Oregon, that's, uh, we just went to the coast. Like all of our family vacations were just going camping, going to the beach. And so we just never went to theme parks. Um, and so just, it never a opportunity for like an actual theme park roller coaster. Just never never came around makes sense and so it took me all my 33 years to ride a real <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> and it was fantastic yeah what, what what did you think uh it was fun um i think i don't know I, i've had the uh let's see i've gone skydiving i should say i've been skydiving before i rode a roller coaster so that's pretty incredible <laughs> So the gut, the gut wrench is not necessarily unfamiliar, but you it's definitely get different. One of those shirts we saw today that said, "I'm a chicken." I'm a chicken. <laughs> I've been laughing about like that forever. That. We should have gotten one. They had like these shirts where it was like, if you went on the roller coaster, you could get like the "I survived" or something, and then for the "I am a chicken," what makes me really happy, unless so it was to promote the chicken lady that was walking around. Oh, yeah, there was, like, a lady playing ukulele. Mm-hmm. And she had, like, chicken Themes, things. I don't know. Anyway, um, I really liked the roller coaster. It was fun. It's a, definitely a, like, a, oh, shit, this is terrifying <laughs> in some places. Because you're like, and there goes my stomach into my throat. I feel like, like, I don't know. I, I grew up riding roller coasters because um, I grew up near the bay area in california where uh there's like a six flags there called it used to be called marine world back Mm -hmm. it's got through many different names i actually don't know what it's called now (laughs) um but when i was a kid it was like a wildlife park called marine world and then six flags bought it and then added a bunch of roller coasters Mm -hmm. and it was now looking back on them it's it's like a pretty depressing story but anyway (laughs) so i rode a ton of roller coasters growing up and i loved them and i could not get enough of them like the scarier the better um, but no matter what, nothing stopped 
that terrifying feeling when you're like going up the roller coaster and it's like tick 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 oh yeah this is unnatural oh my god oh my god i'm gonna die i'm i'm gonna die and then it's fun like as soon as the drop even when we were on the water one the log ride one even when we were on that we were going up that little thing i'm like it's not even that far of a drop why am i having this like anxiety of like oh we're gonna go up and go down And they had like, they were like really driving home the theme. There was like music in there and there was terrifying sounds. At one point there was a wow. flamethrower that shot out. You're like, that's hot. <laughs> and then you go through this like drop and you're like, okay, all right. But I think you could probably even hear me laugh cackling throughout oh, well, the yeah, whole I ride. Was, okay, so so to, to give a little bit of backstory. So, so as I mentioned earlier, I had COVID in March and so it's been like what it's like almost september now so Mm -hmm. it's been like almost six months since i got it um but there are lots of residual things and um you know when like in the first couple of months i couldn't taste or smell anything then i was getting randomly tired all the time Uh, like uh, yeah nice that one i don't know if i was gonna try to have a nut pick up on the mic (laughs) sorry these damn white claws i'll stop chugging it so um yeah i like there were times even in the late spring that in the afternoon i would just randomly get so tired i would need to take a nap Mm -hmm. um just like just weird exhaustion or confusion like i wouldn't be able to think properly um and that's for the most part kind of gone away knock on wood um but one thing that's still kind of happening sometimes is I just get a little bit nauseous out of mm-hmm. nowhere. And so sometimes it happens randomly, but sometimes it gets like triggered by something. But after we went on that first roller coaster today, I kind of felt it and I was like, all right, good to know that's happening. Um, maybe I'll avoid the upside down loop to loop roller coasters, even though it kills me because I love them so much. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I was like, Liesl, you should still go. It's your first day of roller coasters. Like, I really want you to experience this. I'm just going to sit out. So she went on the Mystery Mine roller coaster, and I sat on a bench, and I watched her come around the last <laughs> bend, just her by herself on a whole car, because she got the whole car to herself for social distancing. And I just hear her, like, laughing and cackling <laughs> and, like, howling. And she's just, like, both arms out, like, woo! Oh, yeah <laughs> and i was like okay Liesl's having a really good time <laughs> i'm sure there's probably a few like oh fucks that oh fucks going through there too yeah i'm sure <laughs> so tell me about that roller coaster because I, I didn't go on it so um you said there were like vertical spots where it went straight up it, yeah where the lift like so the chain lift basically went straight up um which like i i, I really you really hope i'm not going down this way <laughs> <laughs> Because the way that the seat had you, you almost felt like you were leaning, like, you were leaning backwards, like, down rather than just straight out. Mm-hmm. And so it comes up, and then you have kind of, like, a little flat plateau, and then it drops you down. But they were really fun, because it would, like, drop and then curve, and then whip you around, and you'd, like, float up a little bit, where you get that weightlessness, and then you go and curve around again. Oh. And so they were really fun. 
but those like the, the one I think I was telling you with the flamethrower you, you could kind of come back into the house and you're in the dark and you come up and they have this like little screen up at the top where it's like oh no like there, so as you go through the house there's a lot of this like music going on where like the mind's gonna fall apart or something like that where you're like oh no terrifying <laughs> things are gonna happen which I, I love a good theme and so anything where they're telling a story I'm like yes just give it to me so they like have this screen up top where like it's falling over oh no and there's like explosions happening like sounds happening <laughs> and then you come up and there they had like this like little thing and I'm trying to remember this correctly because it all goes very fast where it had like you know the mine decorations and you're like what the fuck is this and all of a sudden this like flame shoots out of your face and it's already hot outside and you're like that's even hotter you're like oh god wow. It's like being at a show as yeah. pyrotechnics. And even though the, the, the flame is so far away, you can feel it. Yeah, you can feel the face. heat. You're like, that's hot. And then as soon as the heat goes away, then you drop down again. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I wonder if they ever have any mishaps with that. I hope not. Yeah, me too. Oh, but speaking of the, the shows, I really, really liked that one where we went through the... Um, the storytelling one. Where... Oh, the, um, I forget what it was called, but like, the fire, the... It was like that little like let's just go take a cute little ride where they show us some stories. Um, it was I the it, it was like a firehouse, right? And then no, the firehouse. I think it was the one that went went down. Maybe it was a firehouse. The there were a where couple it was of like like the lady on the roof and and she's jumping <laughs> yes. and she's like. Like the, I'm coming down. And he's like, "Careful! I got a week back." Yeah, I got, I got a, I got a bad back. So this like, Wait, it's like week this, back or not, I'm coming down. You gotta catch me or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, it's like um, it reminded me a lot of like the haunted mansion in Disneyland, where you just kind of ride around on like a little roller coaster car, but you're not going very fast. And then there's like the the little dolls that are talking and doing weird stuff, but like. There's like stuff that's on fire and then there's like people saving them and um, there's like little old people like ro- in their rocking chairs on their porches and um, and there were like some cute little drops in the roller coaster. Blazing place. Fury. Ah, Blazing Fury. It's called okay. Blazing Fury. Yeah, it was, uh, that one was very fun. It was really We were cute. standing outside just going like, is that, a ro- is that a roller coaster? Is that real? And some guy sitting there was just like probably sick of us talking about it and he goes, it's really a very a very small roller coaster. <laughs> and we're like, okay. He's like, the drop is real small. <laughs> we're like, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Well, we're go we'll go. We'll go check that. <laughs> it did have kind of a sneaky one because the guy was like, "There's one small drop," <laughs> and then so we go through the whole ride. We're getting told the story, and there's the what there was like one thing where there's like a woman like there was like a sign like advertising for a husband. She had like it. Did you see the one where it said there? like a sign like baths and spa or it's like toweling for like one dollar or something like that on the outside the house that. that was the one where there's like the animatronics of the there's a guy running away from a lady and he's like your lips look like you've been kissing a steam train <laughs> <laughs> like wait that sounds are like they quite the affliction bli- blistered in red I don't know about that one in the kid kid ride. What what's uh, okay? Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. I wonder if that's like some old timey like she's got herpes on her face type of thing. <laughs> like this is not a sex positive ride, you guys. Oh, it's so somewhere after that. We had one like one small drop. It was like was that really it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was, it was like a little bit of a fake out because then you come out and you actually had a couple. Like okay, yeah, we're like, drops. oh, let's be done now. And then we were like, woo! Actually, it's you know, it's gonna keep going for a second. I know. 
pretty smart. I think I think the favorite though was that Rapids one. Yeah. There was one that was it was not the log ride where it like drops you down, but it was just we were in these like giant inner tubes and again we got the entire thing to ourselves because of social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just like a rapids ride where you kind of go on like a lazy river, but it drops you down a few times and Yep. Um, Smoky Mountain River Rampage. That's right. And it was super fun. We got super wet. Um, it was like <laughs> like fake geysers at the end and like waterfalls and um, like a few rapids that like it soaks your whole boat. And we loved it so much. It was actually kind of relaxing. We were it like, was. We were like, maybe we should just ride it again. So we're like, can we just stay on? And they're like, sure. <laughs> we just <laughs> rode it back. through again. <laughs> well, because we had like a couple like fun little speed things, little drops in there. But it, it was. I mean, as people that grew up around rivers, you know, you go floating a lot. You yeah. go, you, you're on the river a lot. So it was a little bit of like that, like nostalgia, I think, coming mm-hmm. through. And if you, I don't know, Dollywood was so amazing because it's so, it's so beautiful. Like yeah. they have done such a beautiful job there. Like it being all, like you feel like you're in the trees. You feel like you're in the woods. It's like super green and lush and they like maintain it so nicely that like we're just in this little like river rapid thing going through the park and like you take a little turn you're like oh that's a gorgeous view and then you take another little corner you're like that's a gorgeous view so getting these gorgeous views while you're just like going through a little river was Mm -hmm. so it's such a nice little break in the day yeah it was like it was fun it was definitely like some parts that Mm -hmm. you know felt like okay i'm on a ride but mm-hmm. also it was like lazy it was just kind of like like i can chill out right now and just yeah kind of like let this ride take me on like a cool little adventure mm-hmm. but yeah i think you i think something that you said was really important is that dollywood is the most beautiful theme park i've ever been to and it really struck me how you know, every single thing was like, this looks like a real rock or this looks like a real tree or this, this is the original forest that was on this land to begin with and we're just building around it. Well, like when we came around a bend and we're like, oh, oh wait, no, this is a real creek coming through here yeah, too. there was a river going through that was not man-made and we even looked down and there were fish in it. And yeah. we were like, wow, this is, you know, I'm, I'm used to going to theme parks where everything is cartoony and like a caricature of trees or, or boulders or mm. a river or whatever. And this was gorgeous. And, um, you know, everybody was nice. And it just, everything was just pleasant. Like I just, I could not help but be in a really good mood. And I just kind of thought like, screw Disneyland. This is the happiest right? place on earth. It was called the, the Seaton Branch, I think. That's like the creek, the the creek that was going through there because it matches up. It looks like it meets up with a couple other creeks. Yeah, real creek, just going through a theme park. Just incredible with yeah with fish. I would like to think that Dolly had a hand in that and being like, okay, I'll I'll join forces with this developer to make this Mm -hmm. this theme park in my name, but it's going to be done on my terms. Yeah, I mean everything else we know about her would suggest that, right? Like having like care put into each touch and mm-hmm. part of it another thing in the fact it was gorgeous was 
whoever is curating the music in each of their areas is doing an excellent job. Yeah, that was so cool. I, I as I was walking through, it really struck me like that. Whoever has this job, first of all, it's a badass job. Yeah, like musical coordinator at Dollywood, but also um, every single theme in the park every every single little like neighborhood in the mm-hmm. park it had its own music that was playing mm-hmm. um the mine roller coaster that you went on that i sat out of had its own theme song where like it, it sounded like tom waits singing a song <laughs> about mine, and i was like this is badass and then uh, at the beginning where it's like welcoming people in they were playing that um, that happy song yeah. um, by Pharrell Williams. Oh and, yeah, is it Justin Timberlake? Yeah, it seemed like kind of the entryway had maybe a bit more of like the modern sort of like kind of yeah. like pop like radio type hits, like a but bluegrass version of the song. Yeah, it was like the, like the Dollyified really version good. of this pop song. They did that with a couple other like songs, I think too. Like Country roads was done like Denver was song. done like a little bit more like some new version of it or like instrumental. Yeah, yeah. And then, but when we were in like the timber area, it was more of like the string band kind of stuff. Totally. And then I think when we were in like the Dolly stage area. Oh yeah. There's like, like the Dolly theater. Yeah. There was more of like her. Her show tunes. Yeah. Kind of yeah. That kind of stuff. So it was really like, yeah, as you're kind of walking. Twinkly. Yeah. Like a little like, oh, here's the star, star show magical stuff. Yeah. They, they did an incredible job creating an entire ambiance in every different little pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I cannot possibly say enough good stuff about it. And it's crazy that we were able to see that during a pandemic, during a time when like, you know, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people you know saw us posting pictures of it or whatever. And we're mm-hmm. like, what are they doing going and touching a bunch of stuff in public? Well, right. we were around barely any people. And every, well, and, and they incredibly, did incredibly, incredibly careful. I think it speaks to them too, is that they, they made us feel very comfortable. And we yeah. we talked about it too while we were there too, is that if, if we didn't feel good about it, we would just go. Right. You know, we would just leave. But we knew we were going to be coming through here. So if you have the opportunity, why not go see Dollywood if you can? Totally. So it is, it's very, it's definitely an interesting uh, choice, I suppose. But they made us feel really good uh, like about being there. Like everybody was super nice. They were having conversations with you. There was signage everywhere about masks, 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 masks. And everybody was wearing them walking around and very clear about this is the area where you can have it off. And this is when you can have it off. Like when you're eating food in this one designated area Mm -hmm. with tables that are very far apart from one another, Mm -hmm. then you can take your mask off and we're providing hand sanitizer to you. And they had a couple of spots too, where it was like an open area with a lot of misters where like, okay, this can be a mask free zone so you can cool down. Cause it was, it's hot and it's humid here. Um, it's very muggy. And so it was nice that they could see that they, they'd obviously taken steps to keep people safe in this time. But also it's, I think things like that in places like that are very important too because you do need to give yourself breaks to be happy and out in the world like don't go do that every single day don't go be out in the world like don't go to huge populated area to huge populated area to huge populated area and not even that that wasn't even huge populated area that was less than walking around the street on new york very true you know well maybe like pre-pandemic new york sure i don't know i probably saw equal if not more when we were just walking around for briefly bits like that too you know what that's a really good point when we were walking around williamsburg and looking at the skyline in manhattan Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think that the few people walking along that road who were all socially distanced, because mm-hmm. uh, New Yorkers are very, very good about that right now. Um, that was about the exact same amount of people that we saw mm-hmm. in Dollywood today. So, so it just yeah. so depends on where you're coming from, but I think it, it's important to give yourself those breaks and like, like I can still go have fun and be happy and be safe. I think it's important to find ways to do that. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a theme park. Right. Like that's definitely a bigger risk that we're taking. We went through so much hand sanitizer today. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? I, I use the big hand sanitizers in the car that we have. Like we have like a gallon of hand sanitizer in the car. I use that to refill my little tiny one that fits into my little purse. And, um, I, that it's pretty much empty now. Just the little thing that I brought today. So I was like, you know, that's good. That's a good sign that yeah. we were doing what we need to do. And they had those hand washing pumps around, like all around mm-hmm. too. And so it's, yeah. It, and we used the hand sanitizer that they provided oh us on the roller coasters like, themselves. So some of those squirt bottles <laughs> come out so fast. Like, well, I guess I'm sanitizing up to my elbows right. this time. Our poor hands. <laughs> we, we need some lotion up in here really fast. It's so human. My skin's like, fuck it. It's fine. Yeah. You know, that's a good point too. Uh, well, we're going to be in the desert soon, but yeah. I know. Anyway. Well, let's um, go uh, maybe eat some more leftover barbecue and relax. I cannot eat enough barbecue ever yeah. on this trip. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us uh, recap our last few days. Um, we're going to go eat leftovers and drink some White Claws and get into that goddamn hot tub. Yeah. Muscle <laughs> soak. <laughs> we love you guys. I love you so Bye. much. Bye.